Hello, gentlemen. How uh, you doing? Just gentleman right now. Gentlemen should really? be on, should be available shortly. How you doing? Doing just fine. Crack man. Good. That's good to it's hear. A, it's a beautiful day up here in the uh, in the mid-Atlantic mid region. Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, we're going to Myrtle Beach uh, a couple weeks. Are you really? That's your annual pilgrimage, right? Well, annually, yeah. Just gonna dip your toes in the sand like you normally do. No, uh, no activities planned. You know, it's it's a place where we just kind of take it easy, and where it goes, it goes. You know. Yeah. You like any barbecuing out there? Do you? Uh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. You got a house that you can do stuff in, like uh, do your uh, do your own groceries and provisions and all that stuff, and then you. Yeah. You just take it yep. from there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I did is I uh I bought a uh a timeshare there online for like four hundred bucks or something. Jesus. Yeah, and you know, somebody just didn't want to have the the yearly expense. Mm-hmm. So that's how we so you bought it for four hundred bucks. What's the annual requirement? I heard that they could start dropping fees on your left and right. Like no, it's like seven hundred bucks, seven eight hundred bucks a year. Oh, okay. So shoot, so that and you can basically have have your place for what a week out of the year, or what's the? Uh... Yeah, yeah, a week. Um, you know, it has beautiful uh, resort. It's a uh, it's a Sheridan Resort. Well, they got you know all kinds of activities and stuff there, and are there bedrooms? Do you um, when you go there? Do you have to listen to someone give you a spiel about you know this and that upgrades and all that stuff? You want if you want you know free shows or something like that. But okay, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, my niece uh, dated a boy one time, and he he worked for a timeshare, and he would just regale us with all these <laughs> these horror stories about how he had to pitch these people that came in every year, and they they put them through the ringer trying to upsell them on this and that and the other thing, and if they wanted a coupon book, they had to sit through like an hour and a half uh, presentation, and and uh, and they just beat the crap out of them, you know, every time they showed up for their vacation. Yeah, to me, it's, you know, to me, it's, it's a, I would like to do, you know, do that just because, you know, I enjoy a good sales pitch. <laughs> Sometimes you can learn something about huh? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they got a big pirate ship pool and all that stuff for the kids and a nice gym and. Now we know the place really well in the area, so we know just where to go and what to do. Cool. And uh, with that said, uh, Sir Cupola is on the line. Okay, let me just get rid of my phone. Hang on a second. Yeah. 
Okay, I got rid of it. Passed it on to the high command. All right. With that, Sarah? Yep. Yep. All set there. Um, the high command. What I'm, what I'm thinking of doing here is um, getting, your, getting your foundation ready for, for sale. You know, if you're getting ready to sell your house, you need to look at your foundation. And there's, um, you know, I'll talk about stone, I'll talk about poured concrete, I'll talk about a white powdery material, efflorescence, and, uh, and lally columns. How about if we say something like, um, uh, could, your, uh, could your home's foundation doom uh, the, the prospect of a sale or something like that? Yep. Yeah, you could do getting that. Delays. Yeah. Delays caused by foundation problems or something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kupal is on the line. Joseph, how are you? Good, Rich. How are you? Doing all right. Doing spring softball? Softball, softball. Haley's got a high school game today. Home opener, and then, yeah, me, uh, club will start soon. Yeah. You gonna be coaching high school too? No, I'll be on the sidelines. I'll be in center field, minding my own business. Yeah, I got a, I got a cork that I found that um, in somebody's foundation. I could give you that if you want to use it for your mouth or your behind. I don't care. I'm good. I'm good. I could send it to your wife. She'd probably like it for you to be used up your butt. Oh, Richie, Richie. I've heard some rumbling. I've heard some rumbling all the way here in Hudson. Crazy. But I told Darren that I don't think it was you, though. Um, he, he sure it's you, though. Darren's a freak. Rich is trying so to scare some shit at. We're going to start doing some video um, of different stuff, um, kind of like educational video. Um, you know, should that have a subcategory within the website, or should we be put, you know, get it on YouTube? Or I don't know what, what the best avenue is to to do that. YouTube we already have a, a video FAQs, right, Joe? Yeah, we do a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel, too. So we'll get it, and then you'll, you'll figure out where where we should be putting it. 
we've got video FAQs. That'd be a perfect place. Because right now, I think all we got are some uh, some old ones. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll do one like um, you know, if your basement's finished, how do you find you know if there's a a crack in the wall, you know, stuff like that. Same thing with is the bulkhead really leaking or what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely uh, put that on YouTube to show. Oh, show. Boy, Joe, I went to a uh, meeting yesterday. It's a Builders Association, Remodelers Association, and one guy talked about more of the um, retargeting and and the um, you know if you're doing an event, you can do a real tight geo of people within that event and you know do do ads afterwards. Or during. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. What what do you think of retargeting, Joe? Is it too creepy or what? I don't think it's creepy, but uh again, these things, these display ads, they don't have high click-through rates, and they don't have high conversion rates, so you understand what you're getting out of it, you know? Yeah, but your price shouldn't be much either. Well, I think what it comes down to is you had a, in your mind, Rich, you had a certain um, cost per conversion, right? And that's what you're looking for? Yeah, hey, I'll, right. right yeah. I'll, right, I'll be right back. Well, not for conversion. I mean, I'm at a, a price per lead. I brought it down to one more. Yeah. Okay. So pri- even a price per lead, cost for yeah. For us, that's a uh, cost for uh, conversion is a lead uh, for us when we're talking about um, you know uh, leads or uh, form conversions uh, off a website, phone calls or or uh, form conversions. That's a lead um, or conversion for us. So, and in, in uh, say Google Ads where you run the retargeting campaign. If you are retargeting all the people that have been to your website and you keep hitting them up and, uh, and showing your ads to them, they either have a need or they don't, um, but they're going to see your ads nonetheless, right? They're going to pop up. And um, yeah. if if you get a lot, if you get click-throughs, uh, um, are they actually going to convert? That is the real question. So, um, you know, you have to... And and when you do when you do that you have to measure it and and make sure and what we've seen even in our um, even in industries where where you know uh, retargeting is actually pretty successful the cost per conversion or cost per lead is always much higher um, on the retargeting campaign really what uh, what a lot of these uh, our, our other clients are doing it for is more for a branding exercise just to stay top of mind versus actually counting on that lead to be something that's really going to work for them. So, so, so what you know, it's, you, I'm much better off retargeting my, um, my chickens. Your chickens. Those are my realtors, my home inspectors and that type of people. If if you had a um, a that's list, branding. I'm branding to them. Absolutely. If you had a list, you can do uh, you can do actual targeting 
um, build a custom list in both Facebook and in uh, Google Ads with a you customer do list. Like that because I have my, I have all my realtors, uh, you know, most of them cell phones and email addresses. Yeah, yeah, no, we we did uh, in Facebook. It didn't net anything. Uh, we never got a single lead. But at the same time, um, Facebook is one of those things where it has a shelf life. So when you run ads on Facebook, it, uh, typically what you're looking for is, uh, you know, a, maybe a one to two week run on an, on a particular campaign or an ad, and then you shut it yeah. down. You don't want to, you don't want to keep running for a long period of time. Either that or you just need to change it up. You can't keep running the same thing over and over again because people, people get immune to it and then it starts uh, becoming less and less effective um, on yeah. On Google Ads, however, it's a different type of advertising. Um, you can you can go out and target those people as well, so that when they're on websites um, and such, they see your you ad. You get pop paid up. by the impression. Um, no, you, you pay by the click. You pay. You always want to pay by click. The that impression thing, you never want to do that. Uh, if you pay by impression, you're going to get ripped off because they they end up oh, throwing. Your, maybe we should consider now with realtors and they're going into the spring market. Yeah. Well, do you have an uh, an updated list, or is it the same old list you sent us? Uh, you know, a couple of years ago. No, we're continually updating it. All right. So uh, so send us that list, and we'll see what we can do with it. I mean, uh, probably the most effective way, if you have their email addresses, the most effective thing you can be doing is doing email marketing. You know, you you be sending them, you know, uh, you know, tips, or you know, what we could do is like, um, you know, uh, sending a what we do on, um, you know, for like blogs and stuff like that is we'll send them a, a summary of the last, you know, four podcasts or something like that. So, or the or the last four blog posts, and each of those can have probing questions about, you know, just whatever the blog title is, and and so they get a summary of that, and and they they either look at it and say, oh, that's interesting. They click on it and and get the the lowdown, or they listen to the podcast, and and then they get the you know, the, at least you've you've uh, reached out and touched them, and uh, and I think that's really that's what you're looking for with the with the real estate agents, right? You're not trying to give them an offer. You're not trying to give them anything else no, other than just no. useful tips, just the tips, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little tip, a little something, yeah. and then you know, hey, we do stone repointing. You know, another one can come out. You know, we do you know lally column replacement. We do whatever, just a little banner or something at the bottom. The, yeah. After that. Yeah. I, I I think I think that would be extremely um, uh, uh, out of anything. I think that would be the best thing because you actually have the a captive audience here. When you send them an email, they're getting that email and they're going to look at it and they're either going to you know uh, you know open it up and read it. They're going to click through the website or they're going to you know file it away or they'll just delete it or whatever. But at least you you've made contact with that person and email marketing programs, they can help um, you understand the, how many people are opening, who's opening, what their actions are, stuff like that. That's much better than what you get on Facebook and Google ads. So, um, I don't know. I, I, if I was to I put mean, we're any already effort, doing, you know, three or four emails to each individual broker a year. Okay. And, and make that better. Yeah. Yeah, just do it monthly. I mean, uh, basically, um, let me uh, let me send you something we just did for an insurance agent. Um, 
do this for them monthly because you know insurance is pretty boring right <laughs> pretty damn boring so let me give you this ford what's your name again rich uh different rich info at send it to info at a1 foundation crack yeah. repair Sarah too, or will she get that also? He's the boss now, right? Yeah, you talking to me? Yeah, Sarah's the boss now, right? She runs the show. Yeah, Sarah and Adam are the boss, but I'd like to see that. Yeah, so if you just send it to info, it goes to everybody. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. And twice. Yes. So uh, when you see that, it'll make uh, it'll make total sense. What you do is you give them teaser text, you know, like the the initial couple sentences of the of the post, and uh, and then a little image, you know, of course the headline of the uh, post itself. Get them interested enough to want to click through and uh, read more about it. And easily easily put something like that together for you. All right. Guys, still there? Yes, sir. Just typing out my final notes. I don't know if Joe ever came back, but uh, I think I'm, uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <clears throat> so, Joe, I, I sent uh, him the tri-state um, email uh, newsletter that we did. Something we can he can maybe send out to his realtors uh, with you know snippets from the podcast and whatnot. What do you think about that? We may have, but just didn't just didn't pull the trigger. So I, th I think we just, uh, you know, we can I just. Might have done put a some. I'm not sure. It's been so long, Joe. Well, let's uh, let, let us put something together for you, and 
Maybe uh, while I'm doing the podcast, Joe, can you have uh, Kayla start working on something for the last four um, podcasts? Uh, okay, maybe tomorrow then. Yep, you're right. She's off today, but uh, send her. A, we'll send her a note. Actually, what I'll do oh, is I'll just. Started with the four, with the four laser blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Started to do something like that for. Uh... Yeah, I'm also companies that it's cheap money where they they do stuff. Uh, they do a a nice little uh, thing about you know a home improvement thing or you know just you know decluttering or you know these little things that we spoke about. And if I can use them on a um, a blog or something, um, you know, that'll be some more information on just general home improvement and stuff like that we could use. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Remember what Joe was talking about uh, last week? And yeah. About uh, just being more about, about yeah, that kind of stuff. And then I could use that as something to talk about to make a, a blog, a podcast, you know? Yeah. Yep. Zachary. All right, you ready to uh, start start this podcast here, Crackman? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. <clears throat> and away we go. It's time once again for the Crackman Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crackman himself, Rich Commerce. Rich has 30 years of experience in the construction industry with over 20 years as president and founder of A1 Foundation Crack Repair. This podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems due to water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, could your home's foundation doom its chances of selling? So Rich, you so Rich, you work with a lot of real estate agents, right? That's correct. All right. So, what are some of the ways you've seen that foundations can affect the prospect of a sale? Well, oftentimes, what happens is um, the really good brokers. What they do is they do a, a, a walkthrough of the whole house, and they they know things to look at in the basement because. Home inspectors are going to pick on those, and um, they'd rather have things go go smooth rather than deals stop dead in their tracks, or people want to negotiate, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars for things that that may be if they're repaired for for hundreds before there's a problem that they see. I mean, one thing that we see all the time is, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm in Boston or Nashua or, or Hartford, uh, we see a lot of stone foundations. And with stone foundations, oftentimes the mortar in between the stones break down and is, you can chip it with your, with your pinky and it will fall off. Um, so oftentimes we're repointing stone foundations because we know the home home inspector is going to pick on that, or people are going to get scared and think the house is going to fall down before they even put an offer on. 
Um, other things that we see is on poured concrete foundations, cracks in the foundation walls or that cause water to come in. Um, again, people think the house is going to fall down, and most of them are not structural issues. And they, um, when we do a repair, it does come with a written transferable warranty, and most inspectors know our work along with homeowners. Um, another thing that we see that people get frightened with, you might have seen it on either concrete or stone or block walls in a basement, is this, this white powdery, crystally looking material and all that is is the lime and minerals that have been pushed forward onto these surfaces and people think it's mold and in fact it's just efflorescence um, which is the as I said the minerals so you may want to wire brush that off um, also what we're seeing is Home inspectors are picking on temporary lally columns. Those are the lally columns with the screw jacks um, or steel lally columns that are rusted at the bottom because the engineers tell us if it's rusted, you could lose up to a third of the strength. So we do install permanent lally columns too. So those are the um, four areas I would look at. Um, Repointing of the stone foundation cracks or leaks and poured concrete, that white powdery material on the foundation and lally columns that are compromised. Those are the areas that I would look at if you're getting your house ready for resale. Outstanding info, Rich. So if you're in the market to sell your house, consider how your foundation can impact the sale of your home and contact a pro like the cat and contract a and contact a pro like the Crackman if you see any of the issues you described in this podcast. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Rich at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Rich at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening, and keep that basement dry. Break. Well, other than me stumbling all over myself there, I think uh, went all right. Now, do you want to do another one or not? Um, do, you have, do you have another one in your mind? Yeah. Um, recently, with the spring spring coming and the um, people looking at selling their houses were also, you know, you know, they care about the outside of their house and the concrete that's above grade, and that would be spalding of the concrete of the concrete that's just above grade. Why does it why does it spall and and how to repair it? Okay, um, how about something like uh, we'll send you pictures along with that too. Okay. Um, why does the uh, concrete um, bald or pitted? Or how about what can I do about the um uh the uh I, I don't know if they understand spalling we can describe that okay, thing but that's why i say what chipped or pitted yeah okay um pitted or spalled what what can i uh, so uh what can i do about the chipped or pitted concrete 
on the outside of my house. And then, uh, then we the can go into of my foundation. Yeah.
Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm going to skip the intro and conclusion. I'm just going to do the uh, uh, the the meat of it since we can just copy that. All right. Yep. <clears throat> ready? I'm ready. The topic of today's podcast, what can I do about the chipped and pitted concrete on the outside of my foundation? So Rich, in addition to fixing wall and floor cracks, you can also fix damaged concrete, right? That's correct. All right, so what if a home has surface pits, chips, and other kinds of blemishes that really make it look bad on the outside of the home? What is that and can you fix it? Yeah, we can fix it. And the reason that you get this concrete that you can see the little little stones that are in the concrete, it almost looks like the the, the original surface is gone of the concrete. Um, and it looks doesn't look nice. Um, it happens because of rain continually hitting it at that right angle. Um, also, it could be caused because when they poured the concrete, it was too hot, it was too cold, they took the, the forms off before. It was really quite ready, uh, or they overworked it with a trowel. But what we have to do is we, we have to wire brush it and get it, or power wash it, and get it down to where it's good concrete. And then it takes a pretty skilled hand to put a specialty we call it a milk on it that's like an adhesive and then we we trowel in a a special product onto the concrete from there and we can make it you know as smooth or with a texture um, so that it it all blends it will all blend in and you won't even notice that um, there's been a problem there but if you don't repair it what happens, the water keeps <clears throat> keeps getting into it. Um, in the winter, water will freeze, and then it will cause more of the concrete to break off, and then you keep getting into more and more of a problem. So good idea is get it done before this, there is a problem, or if you're selling the house, let's get the house looking as nice as possible. Yeah, I'll bet that could really affect the uh, price you can get for a house too, right? If they see that kind of damage, even if it's structural or not, the if it looks bad, then obviously that could affect the price of the sale, right? Not only the price of the deal, but the length of the time that it takes to sell the house because people get frightened of it. Well, very cool, Rich. It's great to hear that you can help with surface concrete damage in addition to fixing basin water problems and cracks. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Blah, blah, blah. I already said that part. Okay. All right. Um, da, da, da. All right. Very, very cool. So uh, we'll go ahead and stop the recording.